0: Oh yes It's backdoor cover baby It's noon on Wednesday February 2nd it's Micah It's Fred Get that high form let's go Welcome to backdoor cover I am your commander Commander Micah Bradley how are you
1: Commander Micah What's up bro
0: yeah. Hey, uh, there's a new football team name. The Washington professional football team is no more. There now the Washington Commanders. In classic Washington football team uh, style, this story leaked yesterday. Did you see this video?
1: No. What, somebody,
0: what in a, somebody in a news helicopter just flew past the stadium and looked in a window, and they had Commanders written real big all over the place. And, uh, of course, they botched the rollout, which I just find hilarious.
1: Do you think they just, like, once they made their decision, they just went around just writing on big whiteboards, Commanders, in all caps?
0: <laughs> I I guess that's what they did, yeah. There was also, uh, apparently they put out, like, a, a video about the new name where they just featured the name Redskins, like, 30 times. <laughs> which seems weird, considering they changed the name because that was considered a slur. Interesting. How about that?
1: The Washington Commanders. I'm going to have to change my Algo spreadsheet.
0: Yeah, you're going to have to. Well, welcome to to Backdoor Cover. This is sports podcast. It's been a while. We're back, though. Uh, We've missed the conference championship games. We have a Super Bowl matchup. The Washington football team has a new new name. Uh, Brian Flores is suing the NFL, uh, which is a spicy, spicy story. Uh, There's some other stuff going on. But, uh, yeah, it's a good, we're, we're here a to talk good, about that's it. That's a
1: good lead-in, though. That's a good little, uh, here are the headlines, let's unpack them.
0: Well, before we get to the headlines, of course, we should talk about the things that we like the most, and that is Early Bird CBD. Go to earlybirdcbd.com slash bdc.
1: Yeah, let's like do that for cover. the time being. Yeah, we're getting a new uh, promo code created uh, now that our new year promo code has expired as of uh, February right. 31st, Monday. So we will be getting you all a new promo code. In the meantime, uh, BDC is still active and we'll get you your 25 or your 20% off. First 20% off. Only. Yeah.
0: That's right. Earlybirdcbd.com slash BDC promo code automatically applied. You already know what it is. We don't even have to spend any time on it. Let's go on to, uh, and of course, the, the most important thing to talk about, Brad. Oh, what's Other that? than Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter is com the your one stop shop for any mortgage advice or uh, you know consultations <laughs> you're looking for. <laughs> That's a just go to Michaelwiner com or DM good. me. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. At Michael Weiner, M I C A H W I E N E R. Or Michael com.
1: If you're not following uh, Michael great, on LinkedIn, he is a mortgage influencer now. Like there is Oh, I'm
0: really going at it. The, I'm really going powerful. at it. Although yeah. I figured that LinkedIn has they must've incentivized my first few posts because mm-hmm. the last couple I have have much less engagement.
1: Oh, you can but, just wait for them to reach out to you and be like, Hey, would you like to in- extend your reach? All, all you got to do is pay this many dollars.
0: Give us money. Yeah. Yeah. So we got that to look forward to it. Come join this network too. I had a great call with a, a, a podcast listener this morning, actually. Is that right? Uh, who's looking to buy a house in Dallas and we're going to get them pre qualified within 24 hours. You don't need 20% down you might be surprised by how much you can qualify for. All right, moving on. Fair enough. Where do you want to start, Brad? You want to start with the commanders or the commies, as I like to call them? The manders.
1: Yeah, let's let's start the manders. With
0: those dummies. I mean, I, there's not a whole lot else to say other than they're keeping the colors. The name is the commanders. I mean, I don't know, it's kind of a yawn, kind of boring to me.
1: It's uh, it's funny. It's funny. I enjoy the the franchise as a whole. Every every couple months, they're good for a headline or two that you know they get the talking heads talking. So that's true. What are you going to do? Uh,
0: yeah, whether it's their stadium is pouring uh, dangerous waste on people, or it's falling down and and uh, jeopardizing mm-hmm. fans and players to danger. Yeah, it's it's a dumpster fire there, and I'm glad. You know, I'm happy for. I, I mean, I liked Washington Football Team. I thought WFT was pretty cool. Dan Snyder gets to sell his third set of merch in the last, what, three years. Cause WFT had, was so uh,
1: fucking lame, Micah. Get out of here with that. The Washington I mean, it, it football was team. such
0: a placeholder, but I kind of like the ring of it. I, I don't like, know. I, mean, I, like I, the abbreviation,
1: I like the abbreviation, but it's such a cop-out in terms of a name. You can't just beat the football team. That's stupid.
0: Well, so, now they're the commanders, buddy.
1: Yeah. Well...
0: Uh, all right well let's move on uh, let's talk <laughs> before we talk about the games let's let's you know we'll get back to that we should talk about uh, Brian Flores who is now forcing is now uh, suing the league and several teams uh, claiming discrimination some of the details within this are pretty crazy uh, including the text with bill Belichick did you see these
1: no I hadn't seen any of
0: this Well, the the biggest one, there's a bill, there's, okay, so Brian Flores, uh, one of, I believe, only two African-American coaches in the entire NFL, coming off of two consecutive winning seasons, was somewhat surprisingly fired uh, recently. Uh, He's been interviewing for other jobs, uh, but he's claimed that several of them have been sham interviews, including one story about meeting with the Denver Broncos and their management, including John Elway, showing up and appearing to be extremely hungover. Which is just funny, and showing up an hour late. Um, I mean, it's not funny if, if you're trying to get the job, but it's funny because John Elway is a well-known piece of trash. Well, he's, uh, he's and clearly the,
1: not observing Dry January, Micah. That's that's the
0: real tip. No, that's way. true. Yeah. And then the craziest thing of all of them, in my mind, is uh, well, and then there's the the he exchanged some texts with Bill Belichick. Bill yeah, Belichick like this. congratulated him. He congratulated him on getting the Giants' job, but. He wasn't set to interview for the Giants job for another three days, and then Flores said, "Wait, do you know you're talking to Brian Flores and not Brian Dayball, <laughs> or whatever the guy's name is who yeah. the Giants hired?" And Belichick just said, "Oops, I fucked this up. Sorry," which is just hilarious.
1: <laughs> I guess they're on friendly terms.
0: Uh, man, That's not what anymore. I would say to you. Uh, yeah, but I, they can't be very friendly now that he's made this public. Uh, although the craziest thing to me is that their owner, uh, what's the guy's name? Steven Ross, I believe uh, told Who's Flores the that the Dolphins owner, okay, when Flores was the coach of the Dolphins, uh, there's a story about Flores getting uh, Flores coming on a private uh, yacht mm-hmm. with Steven Ross. And then Ross arranging a meeting with an unknown quarterback. The, the, the name is redacted, but many people are, Suspecting this to be um, Tom Brady.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, Flores said, like, he's not going to do this. That would be tampering. But Ross is like, oh, just just say you accidentally bumped into him. Like, he arranged for a meeting <laughs> on a private yacht. And uh, Flores just got off the boat. He's like, I'm not going to do this. And he also claimed the most crazy thing to me is that his owner, Stephen Ross, uh, was mad with how, how well the team was playing and said, I will pay you a hundred thousand dollars for every game you lose to which uh, to which Flores was not having that. Now I am not a lawyer. I don't know what this stuff means. I don't know if, if any of this shows discrimination. Um, but this, these are some, some spicy things, especially when the NFL is bending over backwards to deal with legalized gambling, uh, to think that the owner, the most important person in one of their franchises is telling the team to incentivizing the team to lose is just a banana's claim. If it's true. Um, is he in
1: trouble? Like is that is, a, is grounds for being some pretty se- severe trouble with the NFL, right? The
0: owner, I think it has to be, if it right? can be proven,
1: man, I think it has to be. that is damning.
0: <laughs> but I mean, who knows the NFL came out and said that they, they say that these claims are unsubstantiated and, you know, which is the same thing they say every time there's something brought against them. Um so that's uh that's really something.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you don't do what your boss says, sometimes you get fired. But I mean, shit. That's that's really I mean, I,
0: the fact that there's only one black NFL head coach is ridiculous. Like I mean, it really is a ridiculous thing.
1: I'll tell you right um, now, if we can get him in Houston, it would be the best day of all time if we could get somebody with Houston's that kind of another confidence. team that
0: fired Houston's another team that fired a black coach uh, wow. who who was on an improving team so who knows man I mean I don't think I mean I, a lot of people are thinking Brian Flores isn't going to be uh, coaching in the NFL maybe ever again and and probably isn't while well, this this uh, this suit is going on although this doesn't disqualify Brian Flores from being a college coach and making millions of dollars doing that so I mean, I saw Chris Mortensen said this is like the bravest thing that he's seen anyone do in his 50 years as a journalist, hmm. and I think that's a little over the top. Um, I mean, you know, he might be walking away from a job in the NFL forever, but it's not it like he doesn't have other places to go. Me.
1: Like, it doesn't seem like that's something that they could get away with. Like, I just, I don't think. First of all, with political climate and the way that things are right now, and equal rights being on the forefront of so many things right now i i would i just don't think that the NFL could do that and and maintain face like you can't blackball the guy for pursuing legal action uh, uh, like it just doesn't it doesn't jive with me so i I don't think he's done for in my opinion
0: yeah uh, people that would people would argue I'm not sure I'm prepared to argue you would say the same thing about colin Kaepernick, who uh you know now he's been out of football for five or six years but for the first two or three years was clearly one of the top 96 quarterbacks in in the world. Yeah. uh, And should have been on somebody's roster, taking a look at and never did.
1: But Um, I mean, five years ago is a very different time than it is now. Wouldn't you say like it's, it's things have advanced rapidly. And I mean, there's still a long way to go for everything, but I would say that things are dramatically different from 2016 to now or whatever the year is that that was happening with Kaepernick I'm not saying – I don't know what I'm saying. I I feel like this – I would be shocked if Flores wasn't a coach at some point to get in the NFL because he's just too good, man. Like, he's he's a great candidate for so many different jobs. And, I mean, especially if the owner is sitting there saying you need to purposefully lose job – or purposely lose games – I mean, what are you even supposed to do in that situation? It'd be like a company you're working for your boss and he's like, purposely lose money for us. Go and actively un- unsign up these people for these accounts, whatever you're selling. It just doesn't, it can't be held against you. And on top of that, they had, they were productive this year. They had some tough times and they went through like a, a bit of a dip in performance there early in the season, but they bounced back and that's, that resiliency is hard to get from a coach. So I think that, He's coming back. I, that's just my personal stance.
0: We shall see. Certainly, based on what he did um, with Should a. Please
1: come to the Texans,
0: you know, please. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. But I, I wish don't it think would, that's going to happen. Uh, other coaching news: The uh, Raiders are set to hire uh, what's the name, Josh McDaniels, mm-hmm. unless they already have. They did. Uh, their new head coach, uh, yeah. which seems like a, you know probably a good hire. Uh, he was only 33 when he got the Broncos job and everybody said he was, you know, immature, which, uh, I can't argue with that. <laughs> and uh, I would not, I, you know, I'm older than 33, but at 33, I was certainly not capable of running a billion dollar business, which is essentially what the CEO, what the head coach is of a uh, of football team, at least in some ways. Fair enough. Uh, we'll see, you know, if you want, of all of the people that are on the bill Belichick coaching tree, he seems like the one that might be the most camp myth. Uh, he's been with them long enough. Bill took him back. Who knows if, if you're looking for someone to duplicate what Belichick has done, which to give the Raiders owner, the guy with the bowl cut, uh, some credit, he's really been hands off. I mean, he signed what's his dick, uh, Gruden for 10 years and just said like, do whatever you want. And he, ba- he's basically doing the same thing here. So,
1: yeah, the interesting um, thing about McDaniels is...
0: Seems like a good job.
1: It, yeah, the Raiders job does seem like a good job, but I was thinking about this from the perspective of McDaniels' chances of overtaking the Patriots organization as a head coach when Belichick retires, which you wouldn't think is many more years. He's he's getting up there in age. But think about it from the perspective of having, like, Josh Allen to deal with every single year. All sorts of different reasons, like moving to the... Uh, Moving out of that conference and and starting something new sounds pretty appealing if you think about it from that perspective. So
0: uh, you still gotta face Pat yeah. Mahomes twice a year if you're in the <laughs> AFC West. So that's not a whole lot better. But and and you got the quarterback of San Diego. Yeah, Herbert. Or, I was thinking know, the same LA, thing. Herbert. So,
1: yeah, you're doubling up on some nastiness.
0: It's tough, man. But there's only thirty two of these jobs and especially if you get one with an owner that's gonna let you do your job, um, which it seems like Mark Davis has done. I mean, people have been making fun of him for years because he has a bowl cut and that he used to work at a P.F. Chang's. Yeah, uh, He used to literally just call P.F. Chang's his office. He just sit at a bar and work there all day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, everybody made fun of him when he said, I'm going to move the team to Las Vegas and I'm going to build a brand new state-of-the-art stadium. And then he did it. So, you know, so maybe we should quit, quit uh, questioning this goofy-looking bastard. Um, <laughs> so we'll see how it works. Or our friend. Isn't it funny that uh, it turns
1: out if you don't do anything, you're considered a good owner? Like, if you just don't fuck it up, like, that makes you a good owner in the NFL? Like, that sounds like a great job for me. Like, just don't do anything bad. Just don't do anything. And let other people who are qualified do their jobs. That seems the pretty straightforward.
0: I, I, I mean, I can't argue with you at yeah. all. Yeah. Uh, somebody should tell Jerry Jones. That would be great. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, well, you want to talk about the two football games we saw uh, as we barrel towards the Super Bowl. Brad and I will be back for our annual Super Bowl prop bet extravaganza. I believe it's like the seventh or eighth annual backdoor cover prop bet extravaganza. I can't wait for that. It's
1: going to be huge.
0: Uh, but in the meantime, we should look back. I know we want to record Monday and Tuesday. Things didn't work out, but here we are Wednesday. Uh, the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl as are the Los Angeles Rams. Unlike the previous week where we had four classic games that all went down to the wire, these games were both very close. But the games the week before felt like teams had won the games. Uh, This week, it felt to me like these are bigger losses. The stories are just sort of in the choking. Uh, Both teams giving up uh, 10-point second-half leads and losing. Um, And both both winning teams kind of trying to give the game away at certain points. Um, although, yeah, not really the Bengals as much as the Rams, who you know wasted bad challenges, did all sorts of things. The the big shock, of course, is the Chiefs being up 21-10 at half, Shocking. almost scoring right at the end. They could have been up 24-10. Um, they blow that game at home to a Bengals team that just would not quit. I don't know how you don't double-team Jamar Chase all the time. He's an incredible player. Same thing with Cooper Cup in the other game. Cooper Cup caught seven passes on third down. Like you know, they're going to throw him the ball on third down. How can you not double team these two dudes? I don't, I don't understand Chase
1: because Higgins is so good. They've just got a loaded receiving core, uh, and for the Bengals. But you make a good point. Like you want to, you, you got to neutralize their best asset. And clearly, Cooper Cup is in a league of his own. OBJ is
0: there. I mean, but. You know, you got to double team that guy on you third down. To. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy that that's not something that was happening all the time. Uh, what were your big takeaways from the games? I
1: I mean, the biggest takeaway was the Bengals. Man, what a shock! I wonder what their their chances of making it to the Super Bowl were at the beginning of the season. Like, this is a team that came off of uh, a two win season, like literally two years ago. Uh, Burrow gets hurt last year in his rookie year. They they tank again. And they come back this year, they win ten games regular season, and they're in the fucking Super Bowl. I mean, talk about your come out of nowhere turnarounds from just getting really one linchpin in, in, in within your organization it's It's just really really impressive um and I mean they haven't like they have basically had nail biters every single round, starting with the Raiders and progressing through the playoffs like they've just been resilient, they've just won. Um they're really fun, man. That's it's such a fun team. I'm glad the Bengals made it. It's a it's a good story. What
0: about you? What do you think? I away? think it is a good story. I just I mean for me the biggest story is the Chiefs blowing it. I I just can't I mean the Bengals deserve credit, but uh, I'm not sure what happened to Pat Mahomes. I won't be I'm kind of surprised that we I haven't heard, heard by by now that he was hurt or he got hit in the head or something because he went from being incredible in the first half to absolutely terrible not average not mediocre not okay not bad but terrible I, I think his his qbr in the first half was like 100 and the second half was like 1 mm-hmm. uh he he was just i mean they did not they only scored 3 points in all of the second half and that came on the last drive of the game when they went down to kick the game tying field goal like they got just totally stopped uh, this- and then in overtime all three of his passes should have been picked off mm-hmm. and obviously the third one was but um, something went wrong. And I mean, I don't want to say he choked, uh, but I mean, I don't know if he got hit in the head. I don't know what it was, but it was bizarre to see a meltdown. like yeah.
1: that. Yeah. To me, this is the clearest uh, situation or whatever. Clearest example of the, the, value of a good coaching staff. And that defensive coordinator took them in at halftime and just changed shit around, improvised and got things right for the second half. I, I don't know. If when they did it the last time
0: they played the Chiefs too. Yeah. They did so, it the last time they played the Chiefs. They showed them out in the second half.
1: And I think that's the real storyline here in terms of, of takeaways is that if you can go into a game and in the middle of the game you're just getting your ass whipped and you could come up with ways to neutralize – whatever it is that your weakness is, and come out on top. Like That is that is the most valuable thing you can do as a coach. So I would think that, that guy, I, I'm calling him that guy because I don't know his name off the top of my head, but the defensive coordinator of the Bengals has uh, really showed up on a big stage here.
0: I can't agree with you more. Uh, they clearly have a coaching staff that knows what they're doing, which for most of our lives, that's been a questionable thing. His,
1: um, his name's Lou. Well, shouts to Lou. Yeah, Lou. Lou fucking did it this week. Uh, it's been a good. It's been a pretty damn good season for old Lou. So, shouts to uh, Cincinnati. Shouts to Ohio uh, showing up, headed to the Super Bowl, which will be in uh, Los Angeles, where the uh, Rams will be hosting, I suppose. So,
0: yeah, shouts to Skyline Chili, which is crash.
1: <laughs> what is Skyline Chili?
0: I've never eaten it. Who am I kidding? But what is it's this? the it's uh, a, a
1: delicacy in Cincinnati.
0: It's a local delicacy in Cincinnati. They mm. pour it over noodles, Damn. like over pasta. Yeah, it has a lot of chocolate and cinnamon in it, which huh. and it has beans, so you know it's trash. Uh, I think that's pretty much it, Brad. You got anything else? I saw Job Morant in person last week.
1: Yeah, tell me about that because he fucking torched the Spurs.
0: I mean, I'm seeing people calling him Iverson with a three pointer, and I'm starting to believe it. The dude is incredibly. I think he went for forty-one, nine and nine, or something. Uh, he is fearless going to the basket. He can get anywhere he wants. He's he's a nemesis. He's just he's really something. He's man. Iverson with the 50-inch
1: vertical. Like that's the the. Yeah, he thing might be more so athletic. Than, shocking is his his athletic ability is just insane. It's off the charts, man.
0: And he can shoot. Hey,
1: how about Wiggins making the uh, the uh, All Star starting roster for the West?
0: uh, Yeah, I I read an article about the reason that these things are slanted towards scores. All you have to do is actually look at the online uh, process, where if you you know, let's say eighty percent of people that are voting online, and maybe higher than that. Uh, voting online for the All-Star Game are voting on a mobile device. Mm -hmm. When you go to the mobile device, it defaults to highest scoring players at each position. So that's the reason Wiggins gets the spot as opposed to Draymond, Mm. even though Draymond's probably the better player and the more important player.
1: Have you heard this this theory that uh, the answer for Wiggins making it could genuinely be K-pop star named Bam Bam?
0: I did see this. Yeah. I don't know if this guy, is this guy part of uh BTS? That's I actually don't K-pop even know what I'm, that sentence like means.
1: I don't even know what K-pop stars are or who Bam Bam is, but apparently they have major cloud on the internet and they posted some shit and said Wiggins needs to win. And apparently they got an, a psycho enough fan base that they are like retweeting and active enough that they, they pushed the, uh, the, all, the all-star nod to Wiggins this is a fun theory I don't know that there's any has any merit but I'm enjoying talking about him
0: well I'm glad it makes me happy that you're enjoying it
1: yeah fuck Kansas though Wiggins should have never gone there
0: yeah yeah just saying he's on my my list forever
1: <laughs> well I think
0: that's it right, let's get out of here yeah you want to I play think Yacht? that's it too yeah do it okay that was beautiful this one's for K-pop alright we'll be back Check out Mind and Micah this week. I've got a uh, four-part investigation into the Beanie Bubble, uh, Beanie Baby bubble bursting. Say that fast. Can't do it. In- until next time. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Thanks for listening.